What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 360. On this episode, I'm joined by Snappy. We talk about the Patreon, merch shop, gardening, the economy, politics, Trump, real estate, gas, NBA, parenting, and a bunch of other shit. Thanks for your checking us out. What up? We're joined by Snappy. I ain't got no rap, but Snappy's back. Yeah, I think Brad's a sampling it. Gonna make it a whole song or something. I don't know. Yeah, he texted me something. He said he liked it. He said he might give you a skit or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, you know, Brad's always down to do goofy shit. That's what hey, I say. Why not? Yeah, I mean, very true. Good point. Um, all right, our Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast mo. Go there and give a dollar more a month. Get early access to these fucking fine podcasts. Or you can be gave even more and be a co-producer like my mother, like itchaboyh2.com, like Graveyard Entertainment, Forgotten One, and Rico Reds. Appreciate it. Five pillars of success is what we call them around here. And we have a merch shop, shop.spreadshirt.com slash podcast mo. If you want to get you a cool fucking shirt. Um, I always say cool shirts are cool. So why wouldn't you want one? I don't know. They're pretty nifty. Nifty thrifties is what we call them. Um, all right. Um, yeah. So this week, we'll have another short episode. Both episodes this week are going to be very short. If I had to guess, because I'm going to be on vacation and I ain't done shit. Now I ain't got nothing to talk about, really. So uh, that's just how that'll go. But I think it gives everyone a chance to catch up on the back episodes, probably. There you, know. you go. That's my thought to it. Um, so what's been going on in your world, man? Uh, last week we took the kids down to uh, Texas. Yeah, um, we, we talked about it last week, I think. Did I? Yeah. Went to Great Wolf Lodge? Did yeah. I? Fuck, I don't remember. Yeah. And you say you're not a water person and your family okay, is. Well, and then. I didn't uh, realize if we'd been back. Oh, yeah. We came back since then. Well, fuck. I ain't done shit this week. I just went back to work. Right. Uh, you when you started telling that to Coopy earlier, I was like. I, I know. Yeah, I, I figured I, I threw it out there because I thought maybe you'd catch me on it, but. I didn't know if Koopy knew, so I just oh, was okay. letting y'all go. But, um, yeah, we definitely remember those fascinating tells. Uh, yeah, I haven't done anything this week either. Uh, you know, my job, I try to do as little as possible. I have figured out what's wrong with me medically, but I talk about on the next episode with Skinny because I had nothing to talk about then. So I was like, let me go over the diagnosis I'm giving myself. Um, but it's pretty accurate. Basically, I just need vitamin B. I need a bunch of vitamin B. But I don't know if it's, I think I need my body to absorb the vitamin B. And I think that sometimes tougher than actually just taking vitamin B pills. Um, but if I can get vitamin B, I feel like my body will start working again. And uh, also, I've been really messing with the the pot plants out back, you know. Um, I showed them to you last week, so I'm asking you. I actually just probably need you to come over like Friday, feed the dogs. I think we'll give her food tomorrow. You okay. should Friday. I think we'll be good. Sounds so good. go over that before I, you leave, of course. But I showed you my plants. I had three of them, and they're they're going pretty good, you know. But I started the next day watching all these videos of because I was like, you know, it's been a couple of years. Let me refresh myself of like just shit to do for outdoor grows, you know, just make sure I'm not fucking anything up. And one of the things it talks about is the low stress testing, you know, and uh, basically bending the plant. You know, you just bend it over instead of so instead of growing like a pole straight up it'll kind of grow in a sideways <clears throat> horizontally in a way and then it'll let sun hit the bottom uh nodes and spots so that they also shoot up so then you get like 
four or five tops right. you know, instead of just one top. More or less, that's uh, hopefully people that understand that shit. Um, so I started doing that. But one's looking real cool. Like it's got like a cool little spiral, you know, and it's looking like it's going to be real good. One of them, uh, you know, it doesn't look like it was probably the best plan. Maybe. I don't know. It might work out in the long run. And then the other one, I kind of broke it a little, but then we repaired it and it's all good now, you know, but oh, yeah. for a minute it was like, oh shit. Um, so anyway, we're going to see how all that goes, uh, these pop plants, but I've, I was having fun this week because I'm here all week. I was off work. So I woke up early and put them on one side of the yard to get the sun and then all throughout the day I slowly move them throughout the yard you know whereas normally they just get like six hours of direct sunlight and the rest is kind of like right. shitty you know I'm like this week are really good but it's so hot here also it's really bad for them so you kind of have to like water them extra and shit like that uh, it's been hotter than fuck yeah I think it's been hot <laughs> everywhere you know so I try not to complain like Oklahoma heat because I think all over the place it's been hot where it's normally not hot um, and we're kind of used to it in a way no but like our Oregonian cousins come down, and it's swamp-ass hot down here. Right. It's a different kind of hot. Yeah, there's a lot of humidity. It's different, for sure. Um, like in Texas, which um, you know is also very hot, it's a lot drier. So I'm like, <clears throat> when people are like, well, think about Texas. I'm like, well, I mean, I grew up around there, and even in Rica, a little... And where you're from, even a little more dry. Mm-hmm. But some about here, because there's like hills and trees and with the heat, yeah, it, like, even- just, it just traps these little pockets of... Uh, of shit. I don't know. Huge clouds of shit. Um, so don't come to Oklahoma. That's my recommendation. Not in the summer, anyway. I don't think we... Well, we ought to just go to Montana or something. Yeah, need to go somewhere. That's for sure. Uh, it's... I mean, I need the pot to be legal. Um, or, you know, something. That is something I've now come accustomed to that would be very difficult to leave. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So that that's an issue. Um, but the economy right now is the horrible, you know, the worst part of everything. Uh, for people that don't know, we're probably going to go into a recession, or we should go into a recession, I guess. Is the Already right in one, they just ain't named it. Um, and it, you need to, because there's no other way to combat inflation. I, I'm not an economist. It's just shit I've listened on fucking podcasts. Uh, but apparently it helps combat inflation and bring that down if you go into a recession. And... Uh, That'll make the housing market go way shitty because interest rates will go up. So be uh, you will be less likely to want to take a loan for a house, you know, and things like that. So, you know, we've debated around here, like, should we fix up this old shitty house or look into another house? And I guess that answers that question. You know, not a good time to look for another house uh, with the recession coming. Hell, uh, last year, it wasn't time to build either. Lumber was fucking expensive. Oh, yeah. See, well, we're, we're here right now getting someone looking at our foundation and yeah, I mean, they just less like, hey, lumber's three times the price as it was two years ago, you know, <laughs> just so you know. We're like, yeah, we understand. Um, so I see how that goes. But the economy shit is, I don't know, I, everyone has their takes or whatever, but I just think what annoys me as someone who politically feels like I'm somewhat in the middle is all the Trumpers want to blame just Biden. And then all the Biden fans, which I don't know who the fuck is, but, you know, all the like they don't even talk about the economy. They're not Biden fans. They're just that side. Right. Now, I think people that are on the Trump side blaming Biden are a little off because Trump also passed the bill, sent the checks, did the shit like the shit Biden did at the beginning. Trump also did like when they fucking transferred power. You can look at what they did a few months before and a few months after. Very fucking similar on their plans, how they're handling COVID with checks and all that other shit. Uh, I think during the 
Trump years is when they did the trillion dollars at the stock market they lost in a day. But that might have been right when Biden switched over and then Biden done the print off fucking lot of money. So like they both done a lot of like, let's throw a bunch of money at this problem because I don't want it to be blamed on me. Right. And then uh, so I guess Donald Trump was cussing them for not getting money. And then they're like, oh, now you got that money. Well, y'all cashed y'all's checks too, you sons of bitches. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think everyone blaming the stimulus check, because again, we're going to do not take it. Um, it was thrown out there. Now, I, I, I do think it's all very interesting on the conspiracy theorist side, because from the moment, I, you know, of course, the COVID conspiracies happen and shit. I'm not saying that it wasn't real. I wasn't believing that at all. I was saying, like, who released it? Why they release it? Why are we going to lockdown over sickness? You know, like that was more of my thought, but I wasn't being too crazy. But I under I heard this shit when it was happening. So it makes sense now. You're like, oh, corporations are doing it because, you know, who can afford $15 an hour workers? Amazon. You know who can't? Mom and pop shops. So, you know, they start throwing money out in the system. It can help shut down these small businesses. It helps big corporations because who can go online, can go to technology website, you know, way more likely big companies can make that transition. And so like COVID was just a way to kill out more small businesses for this future economy of where even owe more to the corporations, you know? So I just think, yeah, if someone comes out fucking preaching that shit, and they're like, and that's what happened. I'd be like, I agree. But what would happen is fucking Trump fans will get involved. And they'll be like, yeah, because it's all against Trump. And you're like, no, motherfucker. Trump was the president when this happened. He would be complicit in this whole grand scheme of the man, right? Like he would just be a face for it, just like Biden is anybody else. If uh, if you believe that like it was all a big ploy to fuck us, I just don't see how everyone that's a fan of his are like, but he's trying to do God's work, but everyone else in the government's piece of shit. And I, I don't see how y'all look at Trump and say he's a godly man, and y'all need to go back and read the fucking Bible. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Jesus I Christ. I agree, but then I think what's so funny about it, though, and this is what I do appreciate, is that, like, Christians, and this is definitely an overbroadization, because there are some great ones out there, but they're a very judgy group, or they can be, right? And so... They'll judge people for all their sins and all these things. But yes, when it's Trump, they're like, well, we've like to forgive. We are a forgiving people. And you're like, well, you weren't forgiving when it was your fucking gay nephew or whatever. You only forgive it when it's this rich millionaire. Well, people know. are acting like these presidents have fucking got NBA stats or something. Like, He's the greatest president well, ever. Well, we God. also got to stand. Remember, they're like, no one good is running for president anymore. Why right. would you? Why would you? You know, you're getting bottom of the. But these are attorneys who got who were like they didn't love being an attorney enough to just do that all the time so they decided to run for office and then go sit you know do, I, know, I think the top person that runs for office today is a certain type of person and then also the fact that there's a select few of those that feel like they can be controlled are then put into the presidency position you know now again trump was an outsider but i just think they had a very they very quickly got him in line with theirs or they got in line with him one of the two and he became part of the system or who was uh, the other republican at the time it was someone that wasn't very fucking good. When? Uh, when Trump uh, was getting on the ballot. Well, Jeb Bush, everyone thought was going to take it. Like before Trump came into play, to my knowledge, it was uh, Jeb Bush. Was The Bushes were coming back. You know, Brother Bush was coming in and then he would take on, who, you know, Hillary or whoever. And, uh, you know, he was a neocon. So it was all fine. You know, the big corporations loved it. And Trump, I mean, and I know because people hate him. And and he's very divisive. He was so funny at the beginning, and people just couldn't help but put him on TV. And then he just used it. Like, I mean, it was a great game plan or whatever. But I just think this idea that he was like really doing shit. I just think he's tricking y'all still that he even knew what the fuck was going on. Like, like that shit. Like, 
It's some TikTok funny shit. I don't want him being president. Yeah, dude, I saw a TikTok though of some dude doing a Trump impersonation in Call of Duty, like just on the micro. It sounded just like him, and like just going in on people. He's like, "Oh yeah, well, I got the, I'm the best, whatever, you know, whatever gun they're using or some shit." And it was like, it was so funny. I could watch Trump content all day, uh, but I just when he became a political person, it became like more than just humor you know people like really he's right. like a hero figure for some and i'm like i don't know he fucking wanted to fuck his daughter but before he was ever president before he was ever president or ran or any of that shit i would have had a podcast and i would have been like you know what's weird the way he talks about his daughter ivanka trump on the view and shit like i remember thinking that when he had the apprentice my mom loved the apprentice and i'd watch it with her and i'd be like it's cool but he's totally in love with his daughter like it's right. it's odd you know i remember thinking all the time so uh I still think those thoughts, but if I say that now, you're like, oh, you fucking liberal. And you're like, ain't got shit to do with it, to be real honest. I just think adult men. He who, comes off that way. Yeah. And he's a, it, also a weird guy because he doesn't drink or do drugs. And I can't imagine being poor or not, and especially can't imagine being rich. Someone usually that loud and obnoxious usually, you know, has a, has a nick. Right. Well, he likes McDonald's. I mean, like, that's his thing. It's like fast food, or which is like a weird cheap addiction. But um, I don't know. I just always thought that was odd. And well, some people would be like, it's a good thing. And I'm like, I understand. But how many... Like the last two presidents, Biden and Trump, they've just been so fucking easy to laugh at. But like people are like so getting into it. I'm like, these motherfuckers are amusing and making us look silly. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think they should be in the presidential role. Well, I just role. can't get over again. I just, the hypocrisy of where it goes back and forth. Like when Trump was president and all the liberals were like, he's too old and incompetent. You can't have someone this old as president. Who are we going to nominate? Someone older and more like senile seeming. Like it's just falling so off bicycles, stairs. I, I saw somewhere someone thinks it's a body double. It wasn't really Biden because of the way he got up so quick and it was like a young person's body. Or some shit. I don't know. But then there was like, well, then how do you fall? I don't know. There's like been some conspiracy talk on the on the internets about it. So hmm. I haven't seen the video myself. I've just heard people talking about the Biden bicycle video. They ain't really having to bubble wrap him. Yeah, they gotta have something to talk about these days, you know. Um oh, another random thing on the economy that I've heard about, um, and I guess they probably targeted me because it's house shit, but hedge funds are going into these big cities and like anything underneath a million dollars they're buying. So, like, they'll go to, like, a city, uh, say like, Oklahoma City or something. I don't exactly know which cities. But, uh, and then if anything goes in the market less than a million dollars, they just buy it, period. Without asking questions. And then they just are going to, their plan is to just eventually all these hedge funds will be renters. Because that's, you know, the tried and true way of making money is just renting properties. You know, and especially if you own enough, you can just keep increasing rents. And what are the people going to do? Um, so, hedge funds are taking over all this uh, cheap real estate. So then people in these cities are having to list their houses at like 1.1 million, just right above a million. So that the algorithms that these fucking companies have don't auto snag it or whatever. And then when someone looks, they'll like tell a family, like we're actually selling it at this. We just don't want to sell it to the man, you know, but then some people of course, aren't going to be able to with cipher that out. Well, they're they're just not going to be able to not say no to a million dollars. You know, you have a six hundred thousand dollar home, but you could sell it for nine hundred ninety thousand because this hedge fund is going to buy it. Oh well, yeah, you're going to do it, right? And you need that extra money. But like, some people are fighting back, being like, "I refuse to sell to a hedge fund because when I try to buy a house in this new town, they were fucking us there, and I'm not contributing to it." You know, like, so it is this way of like, you kind of got to stand up to it. It's kind of like the gas issue in a way. It, 
and, and with that, this housing thing and hedge funds and corporations, all of it, everything we complain about. I'm not like a capitalism's evil person because I don't think anything can be evil, a system. I think it's the people in it, you know, but like this gas thing going on is capitalism. It is fucking billion dollar companies saying, oh, I'm just going to keep charging you more and you're going to buy it because what the fuck are you going to do? And then they just keep doing it. And then people sit at home and blame Joe Biden's old dumbass like he has anything to do with gas prices while these oil companies made $93 billion in profit so far this year. And we're like halfway through the year. And so I'm like, well, that's capitalism, though. Like, so there's a problem. It's like you love capitalism. There it is. And then, you know, the same with this other shit. Like sometimes it's like that's the way this system works. You know, it's like you think everyone should be able to eat. But if you believe in capitalism, if people make the bread fucking $100 for a loaf of bread, then all of a sudden you can't afford it. You'll be like, that's capitalism. Should have been able to afford that loaf of bread. But then there has to be another part of you that goes, ah, you got to care, right, about people. Well, groceries went up 40%, but my pay didn't. That's and true. Gas, and gas uh, went up. Shit, it doubled. Uh-huh. Yeah, more than that. It's more than doubled since. Yeah. Well, yeah. 60 yeah, 60%? But, and again, these, you know, oil companies, I just can't imagine living. All right. It's like this. Remember when insulin went up a few years ago, whenever that was, and then everyone on the line was pissed, right? Like, how dare this company in charge in, increase insulin? And that uh, Mark Shrekley dude or whoever his name was, he went in Congress with a little fucking shit eating grin and was like, we'll charge what we charge. Fuck you, basically. Right. And everyone hated him. And I think he went to jail eventually. Um but I remember then, like, imagine if insulin went up and then instead of people blaming the pharmaceutical companies, they were like, Donald Trump made insulin increase. Right. You would be like, what the fuck are you talking about? And that's what's happening now with gas and Biden. So I think that's what I can't get over. It's like, yes, the inflation has happened. And I think there's this other whole side that I haven't got too far in on the thing. But the petrol dollar is kind of different than the dollar. We think of it as the same because you use American dollars to buy oil. And so, like, the petrol dollar is this idea of, like, uh, some sort of gas currency. And it's just that, like, maybe the U.S. dollar is just losing so much value national you know internationally that it seems like inflation when really it's just like now our dollar is just worth shit you know i mean maybe that's the same thing you know in some way but i don't know what he can do what any people can do but i just think going online and bitching about it and doing nothing from everyone is doing we're in the keyboard century though it's true i mean you gotta fucking let's throw some uh Molotov cocktails through some windows you know oh fuck in the right places, you know, I don't see what uh, some of that too. destroying a mom and pop shop is going to do. But, you know, if you goes into the right government building, you know, where they're just sitting around doing nothing. I don't yeah, think go government building, you'll get arrested. Go destroy people's livelihoods and businesses where, you know, they make money. No. Yeah. That's no, good point. Pass. Good point. Well, that's all my economy takes. Uh, what else is going on in, in the U.S. of A that you know of? In the USA, okay. I, I don't watch. A- yeah, I don't watch shit. Uh, you know, the NBA draft is happening tomorrow now. From the time of us Sitting recording, the Thunder had two good picks. We do. Um, you know, so this is a prediction, I guess, because this will come out after it's happened. Um, normally the Thunder, no one knows what they're doing. Like, I mean, if you like historically look at it, normally it's uh out of left field move, and you're like, what the fuck? But almost everyone is saying it's Chet Holmgren to the Thunder. So uh, the first picker, the Orlando Magic. I listen to a few podcasts that have Magic fans on them that want Chet Holmgren. But the team, all the rumors are they're taking this dude from Auburn, uh, Jabari Smith, I think is his name. And um, 
I don't really know anything about college players, so I don't watch college ball or anything. But uh, number two pick, Chet Holmgren, uh, that's where he's projected to go to the Thunder. He's like a seven-foot-tall, weird Sean Bradley-bodied motherfucker, like real skinny and lanky. Oh, yeah, you tell me about and, that. Uh, but he has really good defensive awareness, like smarts, and so hopefully you can add some weight over the years. He'd be good. But uh, like I think I mentioned before, I think it's hard to imagine building a team around a center, but all word is that he's not selfish. He's not like, I need to be the leading scorer. He is more of like, let's win a championship sort of minded. So maybe it all works out and that'd be great. And then also people are saying that Thunder are going to take him because he won't be good next year. And then that next year, there's some guy from France who's like the next LeBron, but from France. So um, they're trying to get in that lottery as well or some shit. But honestly, as a Thunder fan, I don't mind the losing because I'm like more, uh, I care about all the NBA in a way, but a lot of fans around here, they are not going to take another like, let's just keep tanking year. Well, I seen it. I was scrolling and it's had two of the more popular players and it's like, we should draft him and they're like, no, don't do it. And it didn't have a name. It was just like, whoever you're taking, basically, whoever they think about taking, don't do it. Right. Well, there's also, um, this Ivy uh, guy who is projected to go fourth, but some people have said the Thunder have locked him. And then the guy's projected to go third from Duke. He has a video from a long time ago that says he hates the Thunder because he loved the Sonics, but he was like three when the team changed. So it's like, you know, shut the fuck up. And then, you know, who who knows? And again, Sam Presti, no one ever knows. And if, if he traded back and got more picks, I think that's great. And some people have rumored that he's trying to get a second top 10 pick. Like he's trying to trade that 12 pick and then other shit and jump up even higher and get like two guys. So who knows what'll happen or did happen. Yeah, he's by the been time pretty creative this. over the years, really. Yeah. But I do think Sam Presti is the most fun part about being an Oklahoma city thunder fan. Um, because you never know, like when that Paul George trade happened, we had Paul George all of a sudden and like he was on our team. We're like, what the fuck? And then all of a sudden Paul George wanted to go and they trade him and he got like all the picks. We're like, what the fuck? And then he traded away Westbrook got a pick for it. Uh, and then traded for like, and then whoever trade ended up giving away a pick. It's like they're always on the right side of getting the picks before the player falls off or when the before the player blows back up. You right. know? Like they're always kind of in the right spot. So that does you know makes it fun. But I have no idea what's going to happen, of course. And there's all kinds of trade rumors out there in different NBA teams. If on draft night, you know, all these different trades are projected to happen, but who really knows? You know, until it happens. Luckily, is Westbrook? He ain't really. Fitting in in LA, is he? Well, the rumor was, you know, of course, everyone wants them to trade him. And I've, I've turned into a Westbrook defender on the internet, I guess, um, because everyone acts like he was shit shit. And I'm like, he wasn't that bad. Like, that's kind of what he was with the Thunder. Like, everyone acts like he's falling off. And I'm like, no, those fucking breaking the front of the rim and shit, that's kind of what he was. It's just he had the ball like half as less. And so he didn't have time to get to the other. I don't know. He what? obviously didn't look good, but this Westbrook is not new. Everyone acts like this is a new thing. I'm like, this has been him since his MVP year. It's just that MVP year, everything happened to fall. Y'all, y'all go back and look at those playoff games. Uh, those that year, I think that we uh, should have won a championship, right? You get down to the final few minutes, we're winning, we're winning, and here goes Westbrook running jump pass, right to the other players yeah i mean he's always had bad over and over him and durant durant couldn't get along the last three fucking minutes the Lakers fans on the internet they love to make up all these fake trades and then act like they're real to like get a momentum for them and stuff but uh the they hired a new coach who used to play in the nba named devin ham i believe and he has said that they're keeping westbrook i mean that's what he is the coach and then now the new rumor is that the lakers are looking in a trade for bradley bill for the wizards um, and they would trade Anthony Davis for him, which I think is crazy. Uh, but Bradley Bill and Westbrook played a season in Washington 
and they got along real well. And so would they take them in L.A.? But they did. See, they, I, don't I know. think if Westbrook, he is he is absolutely talented, and he's he's damn good. And all of his teammates love but him. If he would take maybe a Scottie Pippen approach. Well, Quit he's trying on, to be number one. He's not that defensive type of guy. I mean, his problem is he doesn't pay attention when he doesn't have the ball. So, like, you know, if you ever watch, uh, he's just fucking, he's just zoned out. He's not like thinking like, ooh, I could do a cutter here and then get like a backdoor pass and whatever. Like, he could get so many easy points if he just would wait, watch guys fall asleep, you know, and he, he he's so fast, you know. But and then on defense, if his guy in front of him doesn't have the ball, he ain't paying attention. And then guys do what I just said to him. And you're like, what the fuck, you know? And he's a try hard, which is like good in a lot of times. But then when it fails, you're like, God damn it. He's all adrenaline. Go, go, go. Sometimes it works. And when it don't, it don't. Right. So, I mean, of course, cheering for him. Uh, Kevin Durant, it's a whole thing. Apparently Kyrie's out with the Nets. Uh, and now it's just Durant by himself. And he could somehow leave or request a trade. Um, you know, it makes you feel bad. I, I like Durant still. I know a lot of Thunder fans do not. Um, I understand why he left in the way because a lot of stuff's come out since. Like, for instance, LeBron used to have that big billboard outside of Cleveland's arena that was like, you're all a witness or whatever it said. You know, and it was just LeBron with the big thing. And uh, Nike wanted to do the same thing for KD outside the Thunder arena. And they said, no, we don't have superstars here. We're a team. And, we don't. and so, like, if I'm KD and I'm like, fuck you, I'm making a brand. I'm trying to be a billionaire. Oklahoma is hard to get to people to come play anyway. Right. So I just think when said like that comes out, you're like, oh, I get it. I mean, he's a fucking megastar. I mean, he was a megastar in Oklahoma City. Put him on the map, and then they were going to do like that. So I, I get his beef, you know, in a lot of ways. Um, And maybe they did that because they didn't want Westbrook to get butthurt. You know, maybe there was some reasoning there. Who knows? But um, it's been nine years since the fucking trio played together of Durant, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook. I, yeah, see, I, I just don't think they did that lineup right. I know you're like, what house would they do it? And I'm like, I know, I get it, but I mean, they like three superstars of that caliber could figure it out. Yeah, well, that year, I mean, I've never really arguing. But I just think James Harden, if he would have came back, they signed him. He they would have he would have started, but I don't know if he was ready that year. Right, you know. Okay. And then the, the Heat have said on the record, all the people from that finals, that their game plan going to was just stop Harden because if they stop Harden, the team will fall apart. They like done the math, right? They're like, you take about his points, there's no way they're going to beat us. And they let, so like their game plan going into it was a stop hard. And then Ibaka's offensive skill didn't really come till kind of after that happened, like after they started breaking up and then Ibaka started becoming bigger. Yeah, it's hard to remember how big of a deal Ibaka was, you know, uh, Old women loved Ibaka, you know, and shit. Like it like was. He had a couple of good years. I mean, but it was after, after the superstars kind of passed, and he got to shine a little bit, maybe. Right. Well, he had a little document, a thirty for thirty about going to Congo and all that. And I think that was probably the peak of, of Ibaka. But he came back. Maybe he was on. Was he on that Toronto team? I don't remember if he was on that team that won or not. But I felt like he might have been. So he might have won a championship anyway. Make us all look dumb. Let's see. And then I like that other big center we had. Uh, long hair dude. Oh, Steven Adams? Yeah. Yeah. The, he, we actually got him, I think, with the pick from the Tarden trade. So he's like the one treasure we got. And then he went on to the Grizzlies. and Or he went to the Pelicans first. Did not do well. But now he's on the Grizzlies. Doing pretty good. So then there's rumor that he might get traded um, to the Jazz for Gobert. I heard that today. So who knows what's going to happen? A lot of fucking trade rumors out at the time of this yeah, recording. It's going to be like the NFL. Like the NFL is going to look all different next year, too. Right. Well, Gobert and uh, 
Mitchell for the Jazz, they both kind of won out because they're not going to play. They don't like playing together, and you know they might might have hit their ceiling or whatever. But there's word that Gobert might get traded to the Bulls, and normally I don't like Gobert. I think he's a fucking weird Frenchman with weird energy where he cries about all kinds of shit, and I just don't enjoy watching him play. Um, but he's really good at defense, and the Bulls have like two of the best guards at defense with Lonzo Ball and Alex Caruso, and if they got those three like three of the top 10 defensive players in the league on the one team. You're like, oh, shit. Yeah, he's he, this last year on the the Bulls, his defense really nice. came into play. And his shootings, you know, always probably going to be kind of funky because he has that weird fucking yeah, shot. Yeah, I did see a meme the other or, or something. is like, y'all talking shit on oh, fucking uh, the, the dad and all three of his sons in the NBA now or some bullshit. Right, I don't know if... Or Le, maybe two out of three. Jello is, yeah, or whatever. The middle one, the yeah. chunkier one? I don't, yeah, he won that stole shit in China. Yeah. Or whatever. I don't think he might have been. He might have been. Yeah, but his, the dad always says, yeah, but he's the handsome one. He's going to model. And so, I guess that at least has all their back, yeah. you know? And I think you got to... You know, a lot of people hate him, and he is annoying, but you got to appreciate it in some way. He got he got him further a little bit, too. He got well, recognition. Well, you know, I, would, I don't think of this now, but when I was young and I cared about sports, and I think most young guys are like, you have this idea of like, well, if I had a son, I would get him going real early, and they would become... You know, you have like this idea yeah. of like, if someone would have done this for me. But then I think by the time you're an adult, you're like, well, I'm not going to force that on anybody, you know, or whatever. So, but he kind of made, I mean, he was an NFL player to my, I'm pretty sure he made, he had like practice squad or made it there sometime. And then, yeah, he spent all this time getting his kids fucking ready. Well, uh, some people get away with that. And then like, I guess, it depends on your partner. Cause like my wife would never let me force it down her throat. Right. You know what I mean? And I wouldn't, it's just like, I'll tell you this right now. How I started parenting is not how I parent remotely now at all. It's changed a lot over the years. And each kid's kind of been, you know, different too. Right. Um, and they're all different. All four of them. I'm sure. I mean, I think about all the time and I'm probably cause like ADHD or whatever, but, you know, I was weird in my own weird way. You know, my mom, I'm sure did her best. But in hindsight, I'm like, fuck, I think she fucked up whatever you play. You know, I would never say that, but you're like in your memory, you're like, for my personality, she probably should have done this, this, and this a little differently. Yeah. You know, and I wouldn't still hold grudges. But, uh, I mean, what are you going to do? You know, you can't really. It's not a big deal. I didn't die. And yeah. I had pretty decent clothes and a car and shit. So, at the end of the day, it was all good. That's what I tell myself. But, all right, man, I'm going to call this one good. Like I said, we got two short ones this week. Uh, and that's what she said. And uh, it'll be a fun time, you know. All right, then. Got two pocket rockets. Peace out. Peace.
Rainbow makes me 